Hello and welcome to another episode. On this episode, we're going to talk about how from the moment we wake up to the time our head hits the pillow at night, we are inundated with messages and expectations about every aspect of our life. So grab a cup of coffee and enjoy. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. Hey, first thing I got to say is thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We have reached 400 listeners. Hopefully by the end of this summer holiday, we can reach that huge milestone of 500. But thank you so much. At the moment, we are at 404. So I'm super excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope that is helping you out there and to our new listeners you know we have a huge huge backlog of uh, 26 episodes on season one so yay you have a a lot a lot of episodes to listen to if you want to learn a little bit about education psychology and so forth so on this episode i want to title it um, like empowered living we're going to be exploring like i mentioned on the last podcast, you know, transformative insights from the professor Brené Brown. And this time we are definitely going to talk about specific parts of her book, The Gifts of Imperfection. So please also look on the link below, you know, on the title, you're going to be able to see a link if you want to buy that book on Amazon, or you can just type it in The Gifts of imperfection so this today's episode is going to center around the concept of critical awareness especially uh, specifically focusing on how expectations can be detrimental to our growth and like i mentioned in our intro yeah have you ever noticed or have you ever just sat down or maybe before you go to bed and do like a little self-reflection that yeah, from the moment we wake up to the time our head hits the pillow at night, we are bombarded with messages and expectations about every single aspect of our lives. You know, from media advertisements to, you know, uh, societal norms, the pressure to conform can be overwhelming. Okay, so we want to talk about personal growth and resilience on today's episode. So let's go. Let's begin. Okay, so I want to start by exploring how expectations, as highlighted in her book, can hinder our personal growth and well-being. So what do you think are some of the detrimental effects of these pervasive uh, expectations? Just give yourself a second, maybe pause this uh, podcast and just think about it. What are some of the detrimental effects of these pervasive expectations? So the bombardment of expectations can lead us to internalize unrealistic standards and ideals, creating a constant sense of inadequacy and self-doubt. We even find ourselves striving for unattainable perfection. We can negatively impact our self-esteem and at the same time, our mental health. These expectations can also stifle our creativity and authenticity as we feel pressured to conform to societal 
norms instead of embracing our true selves. You know, I've um, spoken to a lot of different moms in my decade, of, over a decade of, of teaching. And even I've read some articles of some moms in America that are doing things to their daughters or their uh, sons too early um, because they are looking at social media and they look at their own kids and they're like, oh, mine cannot even do that. And they just push and push and push them. And they are unable to see their true forms. You know, like now on social media, like I'm scared that, for example, TikTok, you can just scroll every 15 seconds. Every 15 seconds, you're looking at something or you're looking at you're not good enough. And you're not good enough because you're just watching a single person that is spending hours upon hours to create this perfect 15 second vid you know and then you look at yourself and you look at yourself and most likely than not you're thinking about i'm not good enough or i'm a beginner in this i should have continued this i should have continued that and that really really can hurt you and i would say let me change the word you to us i've been on that roller coaster of emotions i've been in, in that sense that I, I'm looking at other people's Instagrams, for example, and, oh, this person is faster than me. Oh, this person is lighter than me. Oh, I'm eating a lot of sweets. Oh, I'm not losing enough weight. And I'm just every single time, like uh, Brene Brown says on her book, from the moment that you wake up until like the, the time the um, your head hits the pillow, it's just constantly an overflow of I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. So there's a research published in the Journal of Social and Clinical Psychology by, again, like I can always say about the names, uh, Farduli, maybe, or Farduli and colleagues back in 2020 that highlights how exposure to idealized images in the media can lead to body dis uh, dissatisfaction and negative body image. Like, Come on, uh, be real to yourself. One more time, you can even pause the podcast after this question. Have you ever looked yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, I wish I was, you know, five centimeters taller or I wish I was uh, 10 pounds or 10 kilos lighter? A big difference between 10 pounds and 10 kilos. But <laughs> nevertheless, have you ever thought about that? Oh, uh, my hands are not beautiful enough. My nose is is super big. My eyes are uh, are small, etc., etc. And you're just looking at pictures that most likely, most likely are edited on Photoshop or another new brand that I don't know. And you're comparing yourself to someone that has, first, a lot of money, <laughs> you know, they went through possibly surgery or have professionals work on their faces. And at the same time, have you ever taken a picture using a filter? I see even moms using those filters with their daughters and their daughters cannot take a picture of themselves without filters anymore because they feel ugly. Do you think that's okay? No, take away those. Just your beauty. You're beautiful in your own way. You do have to take care of your body. You do have to take care of your skin. You do have to take care of your mental health. It's not something that just comes. You know, people, uh, for example, 
just a, this soccer player, Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, he's also like a model. But when you look at pictures of him when he was like 12 or 13, he was ugly, you know? But then you look, you look at how hard he works every single day. He even said that he wants to be able to um, play football with his son. And sometimes his son is eating potato chips and he doesn't like that. You know, he had to sacrifice a lot of this, like, temporary happiness in order to achieve what he has achieved. And this is another quote from a um, big comedian called uh, Kevin Hart, who also had a very struggling upbringing. But he said, everyone wants a piece of the pie, but nobody wants to learn how to make it. And it's so true. People just want stuff given to them. You know, like we were talking about on last episode about entitlement and how it differs from agency. Similarly, there's another study in the Journal of Happiness Studies. I really do recommend that you go and see, uh, check this out. Uh, the Journal of Happiness Studies is it's actually quite interesting. By Webb and colleagues back in 2019, found that the pursuit of societal expectations and materialistic goals was negatively co correlated with overall well-being and life satisfaction the keyword here is negatively yes all of us have done it in one way or another you know maybe you're not using social media because you know it can be detrimental to your mental health but you do so on a daily on your daily lives you know when you go to your office and then you see maybe a colleague is wearing new shoes or has a new bag or has a new phone has new earphones has something new and then you compare yourself to them and then you start creating these stories in your head right i do it all the time i do it all the time i do it all the time which is definitely not healthy but you do so even without social media you we are bombarded by the media every single time of our lives So these research findings underscore the profound impact of expectations on our mental and emotional well-being. From uh, Brené Brown's perspective, how can cultivating critical awareness help us navigate and challenge these detrimental expectations? So Brené Brown emphasizes that critical awareness is about mindfully keyword here one more time, mindfully questioning and challenging the messages and expectations we encounter. By developing a keen awareness of these influences, we can identify when they are negatively impacting us and consciously choose to reject or, better yet, reframe them. So as uh, Brene Brown writes in The Gifts of Imperfection, We can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we cannot have both. Cultivating critical awareness allows us to choose courage over conformity and embrace our authentic selves, even if it means going against societal norms. I would say like when you look at most, the most influential people out there, They have a lot of enemies. And you can see, like, uh, let's say something easy that we all know, YouTubers, YouTubers, you know, the, the big ones. They have a lot of hate comments on, the, on their comment section because, like, it goes like this. You're not going to be loved by everybody. 
you're not going to be hate by everybody either. There's going to be people that agree with you. There's going to be people that disagree with you but still like you. There are going to be people that agree with you but dislike you at the same time. You know, you'll have to be like incredibly bad so everyone dislikes you. But I find that even I find that I find that really, really hard for somebody to be like that, that everyone hates that person. Hardly doubt that. Yeah. Are they going to be popular negatively? Yes. Are they going to be popular positively? Of course. You know, definitely. But that's the thing is we have to see and embrace our authentic selves you know it's not an easy thing to look yourself in the mirror and be like i'm beautiful the way that i am you know it's not easy but you were giving a body for a temporary amount of time right and you are only going to be this young every single second that passes by you're getting a little bit closer and closer and closer you know to shutting down you know, and it might happen soon. It might happen later in life. But this body that you have at the, in, in this time right now is something that it's yours. And it's something that you can control what to do. It is your choice to stand up and move. It is your choice to stand up and take action towards what you want. And the thing is, you don't need to have objectives. You don't need to have goals. The only thing that you need to do is keep on moving. Move. You know what is the right choice. Nobody has to tell you what is better for you, a salad or a donut. We all know a salad is going to make you feel better, but we choose the donut. We choose drink Coke. We choose the carbs, you know, refined carbs in the, in the, the grease, in the fat. We choose that because it gives us a temporary quick shot of happiness. And I think everyone is trying and aiming for a long-term happiness. But how can we do that? It takes effort. It takes courage. And life goes like that. So I believe this is a powerful call to action. You know, how can we practice critical awareness in our daily lives? You know, uh, even though we have this constant influx of expectations so give yourself a second one more time you know what can you do what can you do to push away you know those expectations or unreal unreal expectations so Brenda Brown talks about engaging in mindfulness practices which can be incredibly helpful in developing critical awareness so like I was just asking you pause this podcast and take some time to think about it by taking moments throughout the day to pause and observe our thoughts and emotions, we can better recognize when societal expectations are influencing our beliefs and behavior. And like we talked about it before, all of this season is about connection, you know, and some of your connections can be also detrimental to your overall mental health or those connections that you have are pressuring you to have certain societal expectations so please find a, a day as a moment in your busy schedule to pause and observe if your thoughts i'm not talking about thinking positively or negatively i'm not talking about that it's just observing yourself being self-aware rather than putting the blame onto someone else is sit down take a moment and think about you 
Think about you. Not that you want to put the blame onto others. You. So another one is journaling. And this can be on a piece of paper, typing it, or even uh, vlogging it, or even blogging it, or like I do right now, just create a podcast. Uh, like I mentioned before, I'm not promoting this p- podcast at all, and we already have over 400 listeners. And the thing is, I'm doing this because this is my outlet. This is my outlet in which I have a lot of things on my mind, and I wish that these things can be helpful uh, to others. It is being incredibly helpful for me, so I hope that is uh, for you as well. So writing down our thoughts and feelings about expectations we encounter can help us gain clarity and insight into how these messages impact us personally. So those are uh, practical strategies for fostering critical awareness. And as we conclude, I want to talk about like some uh, key takeaways that I would like to leave, uh, leave you with them. So embracing critical awareness is a powerful, powerful act of self-empowerment. And not only that, not only that, also self-compassion. Do you practice compassion to yourselves? Or are you constantly, you know, attacking yourself for not being good enough, for not being enough, for uh, comparing yourself to others? Are you practicing self-compassion? By challenging societal expectations, we can free ourselves from the burden of perfectionism and live authentically. This is very difficult to do. So uh, just really short, quick story. Uh, I've been living in Japan for almost 10 years. And last year, I came back after seven years of not being in Mexico. This year, uh, it's hitting me, to be honest, a little bit harder than last year. And what I mean by it's hitting me harder is just when I'm talking to people. People here are straight. People here use a big tone. They judge you. They don't let you finish your sentences. They don't practice active listening. You know, when I'm I'm talking about a certain thing that has happened in my life, immediately that other person is telling me when they experience something similar in their life. So I probably spoke for a minute and the other person ended up talking for 30 minutes to an hour you know and in the end it's just like oh you know good luck and it it, it is very interesting you know uh, i can see that a lot of people here are just constantly on a rush but they don't even know why they are in a rush they they don't practice patience they just want things right now and something that i learned in japan is japan doesn't have that at all well i'm sorry i'm gonna scratch away i'm gonna scratch at all because that is not true you have like the massive big companies and they have to be goal driven because if they're not they're not gonna meet their quotas anyway but uh overall when you go outside you can see people waiting in line and they're not going to be making sounds or like, come on, move. What is going on? What is taking so long? Whereas here in America, and I would say a lot of Western countries are, are like that. They cannot practice patience or just wait in line. Why do you have to have like everything so fast? So let's remember that growth and self-discovery come from embracing our, perfectionist, our imperfections and letting go of the need uh, for external validation. 
So um, I really hope that this gave you gave you like an insight on the importance of critical awareness and a little bit of like trying to break free from societal expectations uh, as presented again. And I do really recommend this book that in the gifts of imperfection uh, for me, as I always say, it has been eye opening um, to talk about this and hopefully it also resonate resonated with you. So that concludes this episode. And like I told you, like the title for this one, I'm going to I'm going to write it as empowered living. And I, I really, really hope that you felt you know, inspired to cultivate critical awareness and embrace your true self, you know, free from the weight of societal expectations. That's a lot of times is not society putting those expectations onto you, but it is your overthinking of what society might be thinking, what your expectations should be. So let that sink in. And until next time, please remember to nurture your your authentic journey because it's only yours and nobody should have a saying. Only those that are incredibly connected with you, but also practice self-awareness and critical awareness of those connections that are you know, impacting your daily lives. So try and find joy in your beautiful, beautiful, imperfect selves. So see you next time. Hello, hello. And like I said, I'm going to be talking a little bit about giving you a little bit of a preview for next episode. Again, on Brene Brown's book, she said, I've spent most of my life trying to outrun vulnerability and uncertainty. I wasn't raised with the skills and emotional practice needed to lean into discomfort. That is going to be our next episode. So see you next time and goodbye.